Hi folks, you're listening to episode 29 of my 59th minute FPL podcast. I'm the FPL General recording on Tuesday the 26th of March. Looking ahead to double game week 32 this weekend and midweek next week. So exciting time of the season now, the first big double game week of the season and we dream of 200 plus points. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we can smash it. I've activated my free hit chip, so this is really going to be a, a double game week 32 slash free hit special. Um, I know not everyone is on the free hit this week, but even if you're not, I think you'll 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 still be able to take a lot from this podcast. So I'm going to change the format to the usual, just because it's a, it's a double game week. There's no point following the the usual structure. I also don't want to review game week 31 because it's ages ago and it was terrible. So I just want to look ahead. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to I'm going to get stuck into the teams that have double game weeks. So I've split it up. The first four I'll speak about City, Chelsea, United and Spurs and then some of the smaller teams. I'll then look at the captaincy for game week 32. I put a poll on Twitter today so I'll just talk briefly about that and who I'm going to captain for the weekend. Then I will reveal my current a free hit draft so it does tend to change from day to day but i'll reveal where it is now on tuesday um, and i don't think it's going to change too much before the weekend so I'll, I'll run through that the 11 players in it i'll finish off then just by i've got three or four questions i've pulled from twitter today so i'll just mention some of those some good questions uh, and thanks as always for everyone who, who sent in a question i'll try to get back to the others uh, on twitter before the weekend uh, just a couple of uh, housekeeping things just to finish up then. So, going to get straight into it. Uh, I'll start with Man City. Uh, they play Fulham away and Cardiff at home. So, you really don't get much better than that, fixture-wise. Uh, especially when it's a team like City. So, they could easily score... City could easily score 10-plus goals in this double game week. Um, they're just on a different planet to everyone else this season. So, the players I'm looking at... Um, Sterling and Aguero I think most people who are on a free hit are going to have Sterling and Aguero yeah, I think they pick themselves uh, on their you know the form this season and what they can do in the double game week so the big the big question a lot of people are asking uh, and I know Neil Neil Craston had a question about this um, is who is the best third city option if, if you know most people are going to have Aguero and Sterling so the way I'm leaning at the moment is Ederson uh, and the main reason is when when I'm putting my free hit squad together and whenever I put a you know a team together for a double game week, you know, it doesn't have to be a free hit. One of the key things I look for is players that are highly likely to play both games. And when it comes to Man City, we just have absolutely no idea who will play both games, but there's a very good chance that Ederson will. So I think that's one I'm probably just not gonna overthink too much and, and just go for Ederson just for the security of starts. And obviously there's a chance of two clean sheets there as well. Um, so that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, I had a couple of drafts, you know, last week and this week that had David Silva in there. You know, going three city attackers. Yeah, I, I I still think that could pay off, but I do, I do fancy City for the clean sheet, so I do want a slice of those uh, clean sheet points, which is why I'll probably go Ederson. Uh, Laporte as well is another. You know, a lot of people are weighing up Ederson versus Laporte, or you know, Kepa. You know, there's Kepa, there's Ederson, there's Louise, there's Laporte. There's a lot of these players around the same price, and there's a lot of different combinations you can go for. Um, Laporte, obviously, I think he scored 20 points in double game week 25, so he's got the he's got the double game week pedigree there as well. And Laporte, like Aguero, 
uh, and David Silva. You know, they've all had a nice rest during the break as well, which is a big positive in, in their favour. You would like to think that makes them more likely to play both games, but at the end of the day, it's always Pep Guardiola, and we can't second guess what he's going to do. So, all good options, I think. Ederson, Laporte, uh, David Silva, I think they're all good options. you just got to go which one you prefer. Uh, I've seen some people are mentioning Bernardo Silva as well. Obviously, he's a bit cheaper than David Silva, but he just doesn't do it for me. When you look at his returns over the season, it just hasn't been good enough. So, if I'm going for a Silva, it'll be David, but most likely I'll just stick to the security of starts and go Ederson. So, Ederson, Sterling, Aguero will be my city trio, most likely. Next up, Chelsea. Um, again, great fixtures, Cardiff away and Brighton at home. So again, I'm going to be tripling up on Chelsea. I think a lot of people will be. The question is which three to go for. So Hazard is locked in in my team. I've had Hazard since game week five, probably longer than anybody in FPL has had Hazard this season. So there's absolutely no reason why I would go without him when I've had this much faith in him. It wouldn't make much sense for me to get rid of him in a, in a double game week. I think he could do very well with these fixtures. Um, I was even half tempted to captain him, but I will stick with the... I can't look past the City lads for, for captaincy, but Hazard did cross my mind, but I quickly banished, that, banished those thoughts from, from, from my head. So Hazard is locked in. The the others, the other options, uh, obviously Kep is a good option. He's a little bit cheaper than Ederson as well. You've got the defenders, you've got David Luiz, you've got Azpilicueta, and you've got Rudiger. I'm going to avoid Alonso and Emerson because we just don't know which of those are going to play. Up front, you've got Iguain, classic case of form versus fixtures. He's blanked in the last two games, and I think he was taken off after about 65 minutes against Everton last time out. There's always Giroud knocking about, who's you know been performing well for France during the break. Um, the only other one then really is I've seen Kante pop up on a couple of teams, but I really don't like the Kante pick. Because, you know, yes, he will probably get 90 minutes times two. But I just feel like it's a waste of a spot when you've got so many good options in defence for Chelsea. You've got Hazard and if you want to go Higuain as well. I just don't I don't have any space for Kante. Uh, not that I'm considering him anyway. But I just think there's far more valuable Chelsea assets to have than Kante. Who's likely to get you, you know, if they get two clean sheets, it's probably going to be three and three. He's very unlikely to get attacking returns. But again, famous last words, Kante could be the double game week hero, so don't let me put you off him. But he's he's just not for me. So if I don't go Ederson, I will go Kepa. I think they're the two standout goalkeepers for this game week. Um, David De Gea is there as well, but I just don't really like those fixtures. Watford and Wolves, I'd have more faith in City and Chelsea for the clean sheet than I would United. Um, same goes for Spurs there, they have to play Liverpool and and. I think I will go with a premium goalkeeper for this double game. We can hopefully go after two clean sheets, whether it be City or whether it be Chelsea. So Kepa's a great option. Um, defensively then, it's a big question, you know, do we go for Louise? Do we go for Azpilicueta or do we go for Rudiger? You know, they're all very good options in their own right. The Azpilicueta, as far as I know, has played every game this season, so you would like to think he's the most nailed on. Um, Louise has had the odd rest this season Rudiger has missed one game I think it was um, I would need to check that to see if it was an injury or was it just a, a rest but again I don't think I don't I don't think I'd be too worried about any of them um, I would fancy all of them to get both games there is always a chance that Christensen could get some game time we've seen him get some game time already this season 
But I don't think that should put you off getting the likes of Rüdiger or David Luiz. I think you just got to take the chance that they play both games. Um, so Azpilicueta is the one I want just for, again, like Ederson's security of starts, which is the key when I'm building this free hit squad. A lot of people will probably go two defenders, so you can go Azpilicueta Luiz. You can even go Luiz Rüdiger probably minimizes the risk lately you know if one of them gets a rest at least you know the other one's going to play so i do like all of those options in defense Iguain, the closer i get to the weekend the more i want him uh, he wasn't really in any of my early free hit drafts but it's just the fixtures uh, cardiff and brighton we've seen Iguain do damage earlier in the season i think he scored against fulham uh, and the other game he played in as well was one of the relegation teams so it's you know, it's it's the ideal fixtures for him to get back amongst the goals. Um, you know, he's Sarri's man as well. So, you know, Sarri had him at Napoli. So I wouldn't really be worried about Giroud too much. I think I think Higuain will play both games, start both games. Sarri's very reluctant to rotate. We've seen that this season. So I think he'll just stick with uh, Higuain and hopefully that he can get a few goals for him. So I really do like Higuain. Obviously, it's uh, he's, he's, he's slightly expensive given... You know, his form hasn't been great and probably need to make sacrifices elsewhere. Uh, but I'll talk more about Iguain when I come to the actual current squad I have because he's not in it at the moment. Um, so that's Chelsea covered. So again, Hazard is a lock for me um, and at least one defender. And then it's either, you know, double defence or Iguain is the question I'm asking myself. Next team, I'll try to run through the rest of the teams a little bit quicker because I think City and Chelsea are the two main teams to target and I'll be tripling up on both of them. Man United play Watford at home and then they play Wolves away. So I mentioned David De Gea, he is an option, but I just prefer Ederson and Kepa this week with the fixtures. United haven't been great defensively this season anyway. Um, Pogba is another player who's pretty locked in in my team. Um... You know, he, he did very well for me since Solskjaer took over. Yes, he's dried up a little bit, you know, possibly playing a little bit deeper and things like that. But he's still Paul Pogba at the end of the day. And, and on his day, he can get, you know, 10 plus points, you know, in first gear. So Pogba, Pogba picks himself. I know a lot of people are asking, is he essential? I don't think he is essential. But he's someone I'm not really giving any second thoughts. He just goes in, not overthinking it, on penalties, hopefully still on penalties. Um, given that he missed the last one. I think he missed three out of eight this season. Not a great record, but um, still still locked in. You know Whether he has penalties or not, he can score from open play. Just depends what mood he's in. Um, and I do like the fixtures for Pogba, Watford and Wolves, so he's, he's going nowhere. The other United assets, a lot, a lot um, my team and I think a lot of people this week, it, a lot depends on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's press conference on Friday morning. We're waiting to see what the story is with Rashford, with Lukaku, even with the likes of Martial. There's a lot of question marks over United attack. So that press conference is going to be crucial in deciding which United assets we go for in attack. If Lukaku was ruled out and Rashford was past fit, there's a very good chance I would put Rashford in for the double game week. Um, if both Rashford and Lukaku are ruled out, and you know Martial was past fit. I would be interested in him, and even Lingard as well. If there's if there's a few guys missing up front, I think Lingard could be a, a bit of a differential for the double game week as well. So again, not much to really say about the United attack until we get news in that press conference. And hopefully, hopefully Solskjaer is clear. You know, gives us a few clear indications of what the situation is. 
I wouldn't hold my breath on that because he has been pretty coy this season when it comes to injuries and things like that. So really don't know what's happening there yet. So that brings me to United defence. A lot of people are going for Lindelof because he's only 5.1. His wife had her baby now, so we don't need to worry about him missing games, hopefully, unless he wants to take an extended leave, um, which is unlikely, I would have thought. You know, he's still still quite a few days away from the games, so he should be back and he should play both games, I would imagine. And, well, maybe we'll see him do the, the, the baby cradle celebration when he gets his goal in double game week. So I like Lindelof mainly because of his price. I'm not overly confident in United keeping clean sheets in this double game week. I looked at possibly going double United defence, but I really don't think I will. I think, if anything, it'll be just one United defender, and most likely Lindelof because he's budget-friendly. Smalling is an option as well if you've got the cash. Ashley Young I like as a differential as well. He's, I think he's only about 2% owned. He should start both games. Um, you know, Takes the odd corner, takes the odd set piece. Uh, swings balls in from from fullback, so could be another differential. Ashley Young, Luke Shaw, I'm going to avoid because he's on nine yellow cards. If he gets booked in the first game, he will miss the second game. So I just don't think he's worth the risk there. When you can go for someone like Lindelof instead, so that's United covered. Pogba is locked into my team, uh, and Lindelof will probably make the cut as well. I think that'll be it, you know. But all depends on the Friday's press conference. Moving on to the fourth uh, of the big six who have a double game week. Spurs play Liverpool away, tough fixture. And then they play the first game in the new stadium against Crystal Palace. So it's really that that home game against Palace that is the big attraction here. Uh, I wouldn't really be expecting much from Spurs away at Liverpool, either defensively or offensively. Wouldn't really... Couldn't really see uh, Liverpool conceding any more than one goal in that game. But it's really the Palace game where you're, where you're, where you're looking for the likes of Harry Kane um, to come good. So for me, 12.5 million is just too much cash for Harry Kane when I want to have Aguero, Hazard and Sterling. So at the moment, Kane is not in my free hit squad and very unlikely to come come in before the weekend. Um, I my I'm a manager who rarely worries about team value. So I don't have, uh, you know, very much cash to play with for this free hit team. So Kane is someone I will more than likely be going without. Um, I just I prefer Hazard anyway for this, you know, with the fixtures. Uh, I don't really don't like that Liverpool away fixture for Harry Kane. So that moves me to the midfielders. I like Son. Uh, I like Deli Ali. Eriksson's always an option as well. Um, but but I think. There's a very good chance I'll go without Spurs altogether for this double. Um, and I think the most likely one I'm going to go for is Son, if I go for any of them. Uh, you know, he's been, we've seen already earlier in this season what he can do. Uh, yes, he's gone, I think he's got four blanks now, but again, fatigue probably caught up with him. Um, but but I, could, I could see Son doing well in that Crystal Palace game. Uh, and, you know, he could even be the one who, who gets something against Liverpool. Um, Ali... Fitness puts me off him. Even again, watching him for England during the break, he doesn't look a hundred percent. So that puts me off him. And Eriksson has six blanks in the last seven, so he really hasn't been firing this season. He hasn't really been justifying his price. So for me, Son is the most likely Spurs asset. Uh, I'm not really looking at their defence. I've seen some whispers on Twitter today that Aurier is possibly injured. So that may open up the door for Trippier to play both games. But again. We can't trust Pochettino, you know, 
Kyle Walker Peters has played this season as well. So I would be I would I wouldn't be banking on Trippier getting both of those games. And again, Liverpool away, it's I don't like the fixture. So you're really only looking at one game, Palace at home for Trippier. So again, I just think Chelsea, City, and even uh, Man United as well are probably better defensive assets for the double. Right, I'm going to try fire through the rest of these double gaming teams now. Crystal Palace play Huddersfield at home, very attractive fixture, and then they play Spurs away. So Jeffrey Schlupp is probably going to make my team. He's 4.5 million, playing out of position. He's started the last six games. Uh, I think he's got a goal and three assists over that period as well. So I think he's a very good option. Uh, cheap, out of position, differential. You know, again, there's not much more you can ask for there. And it's really, you're banking on the Huddersfield fixture for the clean sheet there. I think all, there's quite a few options in the Palace defence. Juan Basaka, if he's fit, you know, people who have him can just hold on to him. Uh, Van Anholt, we know what he can do. You know, he scores five goals a season. He's only got one so far. We've seen it last season. He scored quite a few goals towards the end of the season, so he could be an option. Uh, Tompkins, is, I think he's only 4.3. So again, another budget-friendly option. Um, up front I've looked at potentially Zaha again another one we need to keep an eye on fitness wise in the press conference but if Zaha was past fit he's in the running for a, a striker spot in my team um, Batshuayi possibly but I do prefer Zaha uh, I see, I'm seeing a lot of teams as well on Twitter with Milivojevic uh, the penalty merchant but I, I just don't like backing a player and banking on him getting a penalty. Uh, yes, he's a very good penalty taker. Palace get a lot of penalties. But I really, I, I think I would probably rather just have another defender than have Milivojevic. You know, another Chelsea defender or, or even a United defender than Milly. But again, that, that could come back on me. And, and he could score a penalty against Huddersfield and, and get 10 points. Um, so, But again, I, I just don't think I'll go Milly. I don't like getting him just because of penalties. I know he does take the odd corner, the odd free kick as well. But really are getting him just for those penalties. And even though he has been great from the spot, there's no guarantee that he scores a penalty when he gets one. So it would be pretty horrendous for those who get him in and then he misses one. That would be pretty painful. So apologies if that happens. You can blame me. Next team is, uh, before I move away from Palace, is I just want to touch on the goalkeeper situation. There seems to be a bit of uncertainty there between Hennessy and Goeta. So that is enough just for me to avoid completely. Um, that brings me on to Brighton. I think the best budget goalkeeper is possibly Matt Ryan. He's got Southampton at home and then Chelsea away. You could, you know, hope that he gets a clean sheet against Southampton and then maybe pick up save points against Chelsea. You never know. Chelsea have been struggling for goals recently as well. He could surprise us all and get a clean sheet in that one. But I do like Matt Ryan if you want to go cheap for a goalkeeper. Um, ben Foster is probably the other one to consider. Defenders for Brighton, Shane Duffy is always an option. He scored five goals this season. He is an injury doubt now. I think he's picked up an injury on duty with Ireland. So again, keep an eye on that. Lewis Dunk, his centre-back partner, is always an option as well. He knows how to score too. Brighton really don't interest me too much. There's a very good chance. I, I don't think I'll have any Brighton players in my free hit squad. knockhart has been decent recently. He burned me early in the season, so I don't want to go back there. Gross has been in and out of the team with injury, so I can't really trust him. And Glenn Murray, I don't really trust Glenn Murray to get both games either, given his age. So really, it's Matt Ryan or Duffy if he's fit, but more than likely, I'm just going to avoid Brighton, I think. 
Moving on now to the two teams, two other teams who've got FA Cup to focus on, uh, Wolves and Watford. So Wolves, again, I think I'm going to avoid Wolves and Watford as well. Um, you know, I've got triple, I'm going to go triple City, triple Chelsea, two United. Already that's eight, probably Schlupp, that's nine. So really I've only got two spots left in my team. So I'm probably going to avoid Wolves and Watford. Just, again, going back to that point where I want to be, you know, I want players who are highly likely to play both games. And Wolves and Watford just worry me with that FA Cup semi-final on the horizon. So, you know, I've held Jimenez all this time, but I don't think I'm going to go with him. And again, part of that is down to my overall rank. I'm looking for a differential rather than Jimenez. You know, hopefully to, to outscore Jimenez in the double game week. Um, if you've got Doherty, you probably keep him. Um... Again, Jimenez is the only one I have, and I'm probably gonna probably gonna ship him on free hit. People have Jota as well. Again, you could argue you keep him if you have him, and, and hope for the best. Um, Wolves do offer a couple of cheap options for the bench: the likes of Den Donker, 4.3 million midfielder, and Sice, 4.2 million defender. I think he has a good chance of getting you know two games as well. I think Bennett's suspended, and then um, both of those players have been getting 90 minutes recently as well. So decent options to fill the bench with Watford I mentioned Foster's a decent goalkeeper option aside from that I'm not really interested Delafeu will he play both games we don't know Dini same question so very good chance I'm just going to avoid those teams I do I do think possibly people are you know overplaying the potential rotation for both those teams there is a lot there is quite a gap between games and the FA Cup game so I wouldn't be surprised you know to see you know, not as much rotation as maybe some people are expecting. So don't let that put you off completely. But again, I just don't have, you know, I've only probably only got two spots left in my team after the ones I've mentioned. So there's nobody really there that interests me enough from Wolves and Watford to include them. The the last two teams that have a double game week who I've got absolutely zero interest in, Fulham, play Man City and Watford. I don't want any other players. Cardiff play Chelsea and Man City. Absolutely no interest there either. The only thing with Cardiff is again possible bench fodder. Peltier three point nine. You know sh- should get two games. You know might maybe one two three points, but he could just be a, you know first sub. At least you get something from him. Uh, and Camarasa as well. If you've got a bit of cash, I think Camarasa is a decent sub. You know first sub if you're on a free hit because he does have a lot of set pieces and penalties as well. So. On the off chance that Cardiff can muster a goal over the two games, there's a good chance Camarasa would be involved in that. So that is a quick run through of the double game week teams. Um, I'm not interested in any single game week players for my free hit. In in previous seasons, I would have always you know kept one or two single game weekers who have got good fixtures, uh, but. There's nobody. There's looking at the fixtures. You know, Arsenal have a good fixture at Newcastle. Um, Liverpool have a tough one at Spurs. So there's no there's no single game week players that I would want to have over someone who's got two bites of the cherry in a double game week. So for me, it's going to be eleven double game weekers. Um, just stack up and hopefully get twenty two games out of those eleven players. And two hundred plus points is the dream. Um, and it is achievable. We've seen it. We've seen it. I don't know if it was last season or the season before. People were getting up towards 180, 190 points in double game week. So it is. It is. It is doable. Moving on to captaincy now. 
So I put a poll on Twitter today, who's the best captain for game week 32? And I put in four options, Aguero, Sterling, Hazard and Kane. Uh, I feel those are the four best options. So the vote returned 60% Aguero, 29% Sterling. So huge difference there, more than double the votes for Aguero as there was for Sterling. Hazard got just 7% and Harry Kane just 4 So it really is a shootout between the City pair of Sterling and Aguero for captaincy. And I'm not going to look past those two. I'm going to own both of them. My captaincy is currently on Aguero and it's very unlikely to move from there. You know, the, the rest during the break is a big factor, I think, in this. Um, I think that increases Aguero's chances of starting both games. Jesus has been busy playing for Brazil, you know, a lot of travelling. Aguero's had his feet up. Uh, he's probably been on holiday. I think he usually goes on holiday during the break to, to America. So he should be nice and fresh. Sterling as well has been busy with England. He I think he scored four goals and he's got two assists in those two England games. Uh, a shame to see him get racially abused as well. I thought that was long gone from the game, but he, he, he dealt with it very well, I thought, Sterling. You know, you've... A lot of people say he shouldn't react and shouldn't put it to him, but he's, I think he's damn right to, to put it to them. And, and you know, he's, I think there was a few tweets about it as well, but again, I'm just I'm getting sidetracked here. Sterling and Aguero, I think Aguero is the best option. Um, I, we, can't, we can't second guess what Pep's going to do, as we always say, but I just feel there's a very good chance that Sterling will possibly play one game and maybe come on for the second game, whereas I think there's more chance Aguero starts both. So... That, that's what I'm going for. Um, I believe Aguero will get more game time. So that's where I'm going. So that brings me to my free hit. So my current draft. So again, recording on Tuesday, this will change. I don't think it will change too much. Um, so I'm just going to run through it very quickly. It's a 4-4-2. Um, Goalkeeper is Kepa. Defence is Azpilicueta, Laporte, Lindelof and Schlupp. Midfield, Hazard, Sterling, Pogba and Heungman Son. And then up front, Aguero, Captain and Wilfred Zaha. So again, a lot depends on Zaha's fitness. A lot depends on the United press conference. Iguain is someone I'd like to squeeze in there uh, as the weekend gets closer. Something else I have looked at today for the first time is going five at the back instead of four so I may look at a 5-3-2 formation or even a 5-4-1 with just Aguero up front um, so maybe maybe another United defender or maybe uh, maybe another Palace defender maybe Van Anholt, uh, Ashley Young those kind of players so definitely looking to go heavy in defence whether it's four or five um so I could end up with a very strange formation, a 5-4-1 or a 5-3-2. But again, we'll know more before the weekend and a lot depends on those press conferences. Going to finish with a few questions. Uh, the first one is from Paul at Skyplayer in FPL. Paul says, I'm seeing a lot of talk about needing differentials on free hit, but is that overcomplicating it? Is the fact that you're on free hit differential enough? Yeah, I've seen a lot of this as well this week. Uh, people saying, you know, there's a template free hit team. Everyone's going to have, you know, seven or eight of the same players. I need to find a few differentials. I need to change things. I need to shake it up. 
But my belief is the template is the template for a reason. It's the best players on paper for the game week. Um, people get sidetracked when they see everyone else with similar teams. But again, Twitter and you know forums, they're, they're just a bubble. Uh, and it's very easy to think you've got the same team as everyone else. There was a tweet, last, I think it was towards the end of last week, that there was only around 80,000 free hit chips active for the double game week. So that is a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage. So, you know, there won't be as many free hits active in double game week 32 as most people seem to think there will be. Um, and, you know, the way I look at it is if that template team scores big, that's a differential in itself. So, you know, you want to be on it rather than miss it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a it's a classic example of, of us overthinking things. It's it's never good when you've got two weeks to tinker because you end up just, you know, looking for differentials um, and getting worried that you've got the same team as everyone else. When in reality, in the grand scheme of things, in the six million teams in the game, you will not have the same team as everyone else. So don't be afraid to go with the template players. Again, they're the best players for a reason. They're a template for a reason. They've got the best points potential on paper. Um so yeah, don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to go with the crowd on this one. By all means, you know, find your differentials around the fringes, but don't be going crazy trying to take, you know, don't go differential captain, you know, when you've got Aguero and Sterling uh, with such good fixtures just because you think everyone else is doing it. That is not the case. So yeah, the key is the, the key message is don't be afraid to 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 you know follow the template team. The the key is ignore all the outside noise. Focus on the 11 players that you feel will get you the most points. It's all about points. Bring in the players that you think can get you 150 points and don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Just just focus on your own team. Uh, another question came in from FPL Finn. Um, is it too risky to be looking at Wolves and Watford due to the FA Cup focus? Again, I think I've probably covered this one already. So again, harping back to my key the key the key thing i want for my free hit team is a squad that is full of players who that are highly likely to play both games so that's why i'm going to avoid wolves and watford because i do worry there will be rotation i don't think there'll be as much rotation as people are suggesting but there will be for, you know rotation for sure and we can't predict who it's going to be so i'm just going to bring in players who are more than likely going to play uh, both games in the double game week I think I already mentioned Neil's question as well as who's the best third city option aside from Sterling and Aguero. So at the moment, I think Ederson is. I know that free hit team I mentioned is Laporte, but again, it's all those little combinations. You know, Laporte and Kepa, or Louise and Ederson. That's going to chop and change for the rest of the week. There's very little in those little combinations, though. You've just got to you've just got to settle on one and just go for it. Um. Last question I will cover came in from Ryan Carden, uh, a player I haven't mentioned on this podcast yet, and a player that has not been mentioned a lot at all this week. Is Sane a shout as a differential? He scored in midweek against Holland. Um, Sane's a very interesting one, I think. Now, everyone's asking who the best third city asset is. I've mentioned Ederson, Laporte, the two Silvas. Absolutely no mention of Leroy Sane. Um, I think he. I think it's the last six games he's failed to play sixty minutes in any of them. Now that would be typical Pep Guardiola to bring him back in 
After how much pain he's caused us this season, well, me anyway, I captained him in double game week 25 when he played 58 minutes in total. Um, but it would be typical Guardiola to bring him back in. Um, even if he only starts one of the games, we know he has the potential to hit you know, 15, 20 points in one game. So I don't think he should be completely ignored. Um, and if you're someone who is feeling very risky uh, and is, is feeling a massive punt, I don't think you can get much bigger than getting Leroy Sani this week. Um, again, you would only really need him to start one of the games for it to possibly pay off. So I don't think it's as crazy as as, as it sounds. Um, again, for me, I'm not going to do it because I'm not confident that he'll play both games. So I'd rather get someone like Ederson or Laporte, who I think you know will play both games. But good good question there, and it's it's we shouldn't we shouldn't ignore him. I think that covers most things. Again, I know this was very free hit uh, focused, but I'm sure if you're not on free hit, you would have took some of that as well. I know a lot of people are probably going to be on triple captain this week. So obviously I think Sterling and Aguero are the the go-to guys there. I do have this urge to go Hazard with the fixtures, but that really, I should have really learned my lesson on Hazard by now that he's not worthy of captaincy, even if it's a double game week. So... Hopefully he does well, but again, it's going to be Aguero for me. Uh, a few things I want to mention before I wrap up. I recorded a fireside chat with Walsh from the FML FPL podcast during the break. A very enjoyable podcast, and it's quite different to any of the other podcasts I've done this season. So I think you'll find that one very enjoyable. It's, Walsh kind of puts me on the spot as to where my season's gone wrong and things like that so it's a it's a good podcast it's slightly different so you'll find that it's fml fpl on twitter uh, so check that one out if you've got time before the weekend um myself and james are recording a fantasy weekly tonight so hopefully that should be available wednesday again that's going to be a double game week special so more detail about the upcoming game week um fantasy bet as always i will be competing on fantasy bet this weekend at the end of every month, there is a, a big tournament on Fancy Bet. So this weekend, it's a, it's the Grand March. Um, it's a £10,000 guaranteed tournament. £33 uh, to enter, I think. Um, so yeah, huge huge prizes on offer this weekend. I'll be entering a team into that. So again, it's like having a free hit. If you don't have a free hit in FPL, get on Fantasy Bet and you can you can have a free hit and, and win some nice cash there. As always, it's 18plus and begambleaware.org. Um... I, I put an article together today as well, a differentials article for the double game week. So that's going to be on the Fantasy Bet blog, hopefully tonight, maybe tomorrow. So that's fantasybet.com forward slash blog. So I, I picked out the five best differentials who have less than 5% ownership. And I also put together a, a differential 11 there. So any of you people out there who are desperate to get differentials in for the double game week, check out that article. I'll, I'll I'll tweet it out when it's when it's live. Uh, what else do I want to mention before I go? Elite Serie and Fantasy. The Norwegian Fantasy season kicks off on Saturday. I'm going to give it a go for the first time this season because I am a fantasy addict and I need my fix during the summer. So I had the World Cup Fantasy to keep me going last summer, even though I shouldn't have been playing because I had a wedding to get ready for. But I played anyway. Uh, this summer I'm going to play Fantasy Elite Serie so it kicks off Saturday. There's a double game week in game week two. So if you're interested, uh, I'll you know there's a few links on my Twitter account for that as well. And the code to join my mini league is one zero one three zero two three nine zero. 
Again, I'll, I'll tweet out that quote a few times before the weekend. As always, uh, if you enjoy my podcast, if you enjoy the content, leave a review, give it a thumbs up, uh, leave a comment, and I'll get back to you before the, the deadline if I can. As always, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FPL General. I'll be doing a live stream on Friday night this week for patrons where I will reveal my finalized squad. Hopefully it will be finalized by Friday evening. It should be after the press conferences. Uh, all I'm left to say is good luck in the double game week. Double game weeks are always good fun. Hopefully we, we see you know 150 plus points from from a lot of people. And I'm hoping. I think I'm at 460k now, so it's an, it's a it's a terrible rank uh, for me. So I'm hoping I can raise 150, 200,000 places. Hopefully with a successful free hit chip. So. Let's see how that goes. Seven red arrows in a row. Seven game weeks to go. So hopefully I finish with seven green ones. So cheers for listening, folks. uh, And talk to you all soon.